We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So Eagles cornerback Darius Slay, who was almost a Raven, you might remember, earlier this offseason, is once again stirring the pot, having teased some major activity by Baltimore's front office on a recent episode of his podcast that may indicate more signings are on the way. Meanwhile, the Athletics' Jeff Zrebeck, he reported that the Ravens had a deal in place for Denver's wide receiver Cortland Sutton, but the Broncos pulled out of the agreement. More details on that ahead. I'm Bobby Trossett, alongside my co-host, Sarah Ellison. It's Friday, April 14th, and this is your morning Ravens update from Inside the Vault. Former Steelers quarterback Ben Roethlisberger gave his take on Lamar Jackson and Odell Beckham Jr. teaming up, and in the process, Lamar caught some strays. Did Big Ben really take a dig at number eight, or was he just clunky and inarticulate and making a bigger point? Plus, just in case you missed OBJ's introductory press conference on Thursday, we'll run you through the Cliff Notes version of what matters most. Yeah, we have all of that and more coming up. Thank you for waking up with the Morning Vault, where you get the most important Ravens news in about 15 minutes. All right, Bobby, it wasn't that long ago that we dedicated an entire episode to the acquisition that wasn't on the first week of NFL free agency last month. The Ravens were oh so close to a deal with Eagles cornerback Darius Slay before Philadelphia swooped in at the 11th hour and Slay used Baltimore's generous offer as leverage. Yeah, and ultimately he ended up with a very similar deal thanks to the Ravens offer. So anyway, weeks later... Slay is once again wreaking havoc, you might say. And so on a recent episode of his podcast, he gave his thoughts on Baltimore's OBJ signing. And while doing so, dropped a major teaser about what the Ravens front office has apparently been up to lately. That's always been, you know, the question mark about the Baltimore Ravens. And that's a receiver. And they're trying to answer that with Odell. And I heard a lot of other news, but I'm going to keep the news to myself. That's probably want to go over there too, but... I heard a lot of other stuff people want to go over there, but we go stay tuned. When I, and if I'm right, I'm going to tell y'all I was right. But I'm going to let y'all just mm, sizzle y'all little spirit with that one. Yep, that was a cliffhanger. It's going to get already gotten Ravens flock wondering who the heck he's referring to. 
Bobby, what are your thoughts here? Oh, yeah, that's the question. Who or what is he referring to? I think it's up for interpretation. Or in this case, for the purpose of the exercise, how about some educated guesses? In Jeff Zarevic's latest piece on published on The Athletic, he writes that, quote, at one point, there appeared to be a deal to be made for Cortland Sutton, but the Denver Broncos decided they didn't want to trade for him, close quote. And Sarah, something to keep in mind, Sutton has a $14 million base salary for this season. So that's what would have been the Ravens cap hit had a trade gone through. So what, that's a million more than what they spent on OBJ? All right, so Bobby, let's get to this. I've got to ask because I know everybody's been asking me on Twitter and elsewhere. Is Darius Slay referring to DeAndre Hopkins? So let's compare what the Ravens would have paid for Sutton to DeAndre Hopkins' base salary. What's that scheduled to be in 2023 in Arizona? Yeah, I'm glad you asked because this is the guy that everybody's talking about, not just in Ravens Twitter, but you can probably mention, what, three or four or five, maybe even more fan bases across the country that all feel like they're in on DeAndre Hopkins. But he will have a just over 19 million, 19.45 to be exact, a 2023 base salary if he gets traded. And that's without a restructure. So you know where I'm going with this, right? Like if the Ravens were willing to trade for Sutton, and that's according to Jeff's reporting, would they be willing to go five million more for DeAndre? <laughs> I am still incredulous because that money from Sutton has already been used up by OBJ, but you know what? This is a new Eric DaCosta. We are seeing this offseason, so who knows? Maybe he's willing to make other big moves, but I'd like to know what the Ravens were willing to give up for Sutton because they only have five 2023 draft picks in their pocket, maybe some 2024 picks, maybe a player already on the roster, but I want to know what it is because, again, if they were willing to give up picks for Sutton, fans want to know, would they be willing to give up those same picks or something similar for Hopkins? Either way, <laughs> Eric DaCosta is out here trying to make big moves. He is swinging for the fences. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, this, this sense of urgency is refreshing, and it's no coincidence given where things stand with Lamar, if you ask me. Now, again, the Hopkins conversation is just an educated guess given what we learned from Jeff's reporting. You know, other potential acquisitions Slay could technically be alluding to, I don't know, perhaps buzz surrounding Cam Newton, who we all know he's knocking on the door for a return to the NFL after being out of it a year ago. What about Rocky Sin, the free agent cornerback who the Ravens reportedly worked out last month? He is still available on the open market. Or perhaps exploring the possibility of trading Patrick Queen. We know he scrubbed his social media of all things Ravens earlier this offseason. And more than likely, we'll figure out in a couple of weeks with the May 1st deadline approaching that his fifth-year option probably will not be picked up in Baltimore. So again, th those are just to name a few of how things of what Slay could be suggesting. Still to come here on the vault, I'll play a clip from former Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Ben Roethlisberger, and you tell me if you think he was purposely trying to take a jab at Lamar or if it was just taken out of context. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, 
and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Okay, Sarah, in the midst of the OBJ press conference, Adley Rutschman hitting a walk-off homer in Baltimore. I mean, just a wild day in the Baltimore sports scene on top of all of that and the Darius Slay stuff. Then comes this quote from Big Ben Roethlisberger about Lamar Jackson on his podcast. It was making its rounds on Twitter Thursday, so it's got some of Ravens Nation riled up, and uh, I'm curious where you stand with all this. Well, when I first saw the quote, all right, it was from PFF. And you know how national media Twitter accounts do this? It was all in huge font, this quote. And it was laid on top of a picture of Lamar Jackson. And, you know, they're doing this to add a little bit more drama to the quote. And the quote, we haven't said it yet. Here's what it is. It's Big Ben says, quote, you don't fear him, meaning Lamar. You don't fear him just sitting in the pocket and picking you apart. Close quote. That's my first impression of it. And yeah, that sounds like a jab on the face of it. And you know, Lamar has been fighting that perception since he was a young football player, went into college, it's going on in the NFL. So you better believe Ravens fans were out in full force defending number eight. You know, while we're at it too, Sarah, we should probably play full quote for context purposes. And then, you know, listeners can decide for themselves if it sounds as bad as the standalone quote does. So here it is. You know, it just depends. I think if you if Lamar comes back and is playing um, happy, right? Like, is he just come back on a franchise tag or he's just kind of like, I really don't want to be here. I'm just collecting a check. Yeah. Or does he get a deal and he comes out there and he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go out and do my thing. And then you got that dude out there on the outside. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be a problem. It's a big deal. It is. That's a, that's, that's, that's a big boost. Yeah. Because you better put a safety, you know, with Lamar, you want to bring safeties down to stop, help stop the run. Because you're not, you don't really fear Lamar's arm 
um, his accuracy all the time. Sure. He's got a huge arm. He can make things happen when he scrambles and whatever. But you don't fear him just sitting in the pocket and picking you apart. Sure. So you can bring safeties down because you, you do fear him running because he's a different level runner. So you fear that. Yeah. So you bring safeties down. But now if you've got that guy on the outside, you better put a safety back or it's one-on-one. You can just throw it to mm-hmm. him. So it, it definitely creates um, some potential opportunities for that that offense and, and for um, – Lamar to run if he has to, or to take those big shots down the field if he if he needs to. If they're bringing the safeties down. All right. So for me, I have to say in full context, it's not as bad as it looked like when I first heard it on Twitter. I think the bigger idea that Big Ben is trying to get across is that safeties more often come up in the box when they play the Ravens, and you know it's a run first team, and Lamar's legs are dangerous, and so he's saying now that OBJ is here safeties will have to be more honest and drop back more. So I think that's fair to say, but still he did say Lamar wasn't feared as a pocket passer, picking people apart. So I get why some people didn't like the statement. So what, what are your thoughts on it? Well, I'll just reiterate what I said on my personal channel on Thursday. You know, like I don't get the sense that Ben meant to take any kind of shot whatsoever, but I did find it super ironic that Lamar hasn't beat in several career statistical categories as a passer, which I know you have handy to share in just a minute here. And I also understand that it's a smaller sample size for Lamar. So we'll see when it's all said and done. I mean, Big Ben played for well over a decade, close to two decades in Pittsburgh. Uh, But I can't wait to see what these numbers specifically as a passer look like after a year under Todd Munkin. But obviously... uh, you know, that still needs to get confirmed. And I think Robert Griffin III, who, you know, we've all seen has become a constant Lamar defender. Uh, I think he stated it best in Twitter. He said, quote, teams fear Lamar the runner more than the passer, but don't use that to tear him down, close quote. I, I think that hits the nail on the head. Lamar's legs are so absolutely terrifying. They're so absolutely feared, maybe more feared than any quarterback in NFL history. And, you know, people automatically because of that overlook his passing abilities and then twist it and use it against him. But like you said, you talked about, I do have the the stats here looking at those numbers. Uh, Lamar's got big Ben beat. Okay. Look, career passing rating in the pocket. Lamar is 97.9. Big Ben is 94.2. How about career QBR in the pocket? Lamar wins again, 64.9. And then Big Ben, 63.4. Career completion percentage in the pocket. Lamar is at 66.2, which beats out Big Ben's 65%. As you said, there's a bigger sample size for Ben, but it just kind of shows you Lamar certainly isn't as bad as people try to make him out to be. In fact, he's pretty good. And you know what? We'll see what happens because Lamar, in his five years, have had no big-time receivers like Roethlisberger has had. And so, to Roethlisberger's point, adding somebody like OBJ could take things to an even higher level for Lamar. Okay, Bobby, so for those that weren't available to check out the Odell Beckham Jr. introductory press conference Thursday, it already feels like so far away, but for those that missed it, Let's catch him up to speed. Yeah, let's do it. And for starters, we did knock out an hour-long instant reaction live stream episode, so be sure to check that out afterwards if you haven't already. But one takeaway right off the top of the presser, Sarah, and I know you're with me on this, is that hey, Eric DaCosta mentioned he had been in touch with OBJ's camp as far back 
as last October of 2022. So in many ways, Thursday did mark the culmination of a rather lengthy process for Baltimore. And one thing that OBJ reiterated time and time again throughout the pressure was how he felt wanted by the Ravens. The Ravens just made him feel like they badly needed him. And so it wasn't just, and he had to reiterate this many times, it wasn't just the monetary value. It was just straight up love from the Ravens. Yeah, I mean, this is a player who was sidelined all of 2022 in the aftermath of his ACL tear sustained during the Super Bowl. And, you know, I think when you lose something that's probably his first love, I think that you learn a lot about yourself. And throughout the course of the press conference, and we talked about it in our instant, I just thought his humility, his honesty, his transparency allowed him to shine like really throughout the entire press conference. And I know it's easy to win the press conference, right? It's easy for words to be to be blurted out. It's another for actions to match up with those words. So we'll, we'll figure that out over, over time, right? But I thought he did win the press conference. And overall, he just seems to have grown and matured, especially as his 31st birthday awaits come November. He's no longer that early 20-something phenom in the New York market as a giant. Now, we can't forget the Lamar component here, of course, because OBJ was asked about the influence number eight had on ultimately bringing him to Baltimore. Here he is. I've talked to Lamar while he was out there, and I know um, that's a better discussion for these two as far as how that's going to get handled. Um, but the goal was, you know, to come here and, and have that possibility to play with him, and uh, I'm excited about that opportunity. Uh, as far as the team, uh, I just ready to bring leadership, ready to bring... Uh, I've been out for a long time. I had to sit there and watch everyone else play. Um, and I'm just excited to get back on the field, you know, and it's good to be where you're wanted. Um, and, you know, like we said, we've had com communication since last October, and, um, you know, you guys showed me that you wanted me to be here and that I was going to be a very big piece uh, to this organization. So I'm definitely excited about that. And Odell even had a direct message for Lamar, too. Obviously, I would assume that it's going to work out you know i have that that faith and that hope and um lamar i know if you're watching you know you know <laughs> i would love to, to love to get to work with you i'll i'll talk to these guys over here and um you know hopefully that gets done you know i, I think when you when you think about the ravens you definitely think about lamar and i know that that's something you know i was excited about that possibility and um life's life's not certain you know, just to keep it short. So again, Sarah, you know, these are just a couple of the many clips we covered extensively in our instant reaction episode. So go check it out if you haven't already. It's episode number 237 in the archives. And I mean, there's so much more we didn't even have time to reference here. It's been a long day, but like the behind the scenes recruiting role that Steve Bashotti played in bringing OBJ to Baltimore, his exchange with Marlon Humphrey, given their storied history on the football field. There's so much more to get to. So, again, go check it out, and uh, it's got everything you need. And before we fly, some other quick news items you need to know, beginning with a group that includes Josh Harris, who co-owns multiple professional sports teams, and Magic Johnson, this group has an agreement in principle to buy the Washington Commanders.
from longtime owner Dan Snyder for a record $6 billion. That's according to multiple reports. Meanwhile, we have New Jersey numbers in the wide receiver room. Odell took number three from James Prochet, who will now wear number 10, according to the team's website. And Nelson Aguilar will wear number 15 with the Ravens. Elsewhere, the New England Patriots have signed quarterback Trace McSorley, who obviously was a Ravens 2019 sixth-round draft pick. And finally, Marshall Yonda was inducted into the Senior Bowl Hall of Fame. I personally had no idea that the Senior Bowl had a Hall of Fame, but apparently they do. And now Yonda is in it. I had no idea either, but I know he is worthy. That's for sure. Thanks for listening to The Morning Vault. We created our show to keep you plugged into all things Ravens. If you've been enjoying our content, please consider joining one of our membership platforms at patreon.com forward slash Ravens Vault podcast. As you probably know by now, we have been betting on ourselves by creating content independently from any big broadcast station or corporation. And with your membership support, you'll give us a chance to keep churning out daily Ravens content for years to come. And a special shout out to two of our returning patrons, Stephen Dents and Jason Zorotniak. We'd also love to hear from everybody, whether you're a patron or not, with comments, questions, or if you'd be interested in advertising. You can reach us by email via BaltimoreRavensVault at gmail.com. That is all the time we've got today, but be sure to mark your calendars accordingly. On Thursday, April 27th at 8 p.m., we will be live streaming across all of our social platforms to cover opening night of the 2023 NFL Draft from the Ravens' perspective. <laughs>